everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. I am back with TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink, get ready for this hot tea. What's up, Al? And what's up, Funky? What's going on, y'all? Happy Monday, everybody. What's going on? What y'all up to? What y'all doing? How was y'all's weekend? Mine was a blur. I'm not going to lie. I I was drunk since Thursday, so it's all... Yeah, I didn't unlock my better self this weekend. What's going on, Funky? Um, I don't know. He's in love. No, not at all. A little bit. I don't know. Well, a little bit in love. <laughs> not at all. A little bit. Um, I don't know. No, it was just a good week. It, it was just the weekend. I don't know. Y'all know I got an alcoholic problem. I'm trying to get it under control. Okay, honestly, admitting it is the first step. Did you get to see your, your love interest? No. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's um, why you were acting up. Right? Well, Claudia, I, <laughs> I had the pleasure of working with 50 Cent this weekend. We opened a mental health facility in Massapeka, uh, Long Island. That's in New York. Um, it was great to see 50 Cent have so much compassion and empathy and want to support an organization called True Reach Mental Health Facility. Uh, in Massapeka. It was a great turnout. We had we had some great testimonies of the importance of mental health in the black community. So it was all around great weekend for me. Was he there? And did you ask him to come on tea? <laughs> no, I didn't ask him to come on tea. And they actually zoomed him in. So he wasn't there physically, but they zoomed him in. I'll, I'll you know, I'll have a clip on my um, IG soon so everyone can see it. I was, about, I was about to say he opened it up when he needed to check his ass in. It's the <laughs> trolling the way he be trolling them damn people online. <clears throat> I'm out here in Jamaica still. I'm celebrating my girl Chancey's birthday. Al, you've hung out with Chancey. You know, she's a yeah, sweet home. So we've been having an amazing time. We're here in the grill. And um, there's also a big weekend, dream weekend out here that uh, we was riding horses, jumping off cliffs. This we met like people. a sports illustrator. <laughs> this is like a, a model photo shoot. What the hell? <laughs> you know what's so funny? The first night here, we saw this group of guys and they were all cute, right? And they weren't looking at us. So we were like, oh, they must be gay, right? That's how arrogant women are. Like we'd be uh-huh. thinking that sometimes. How about we, they're all watching right now. Shout out to the whole Cali crew that's watching right now. They are the coolest group of guys Ever. And they have been like kind of like our big brothers on a trip looking out for us. So I want to shout out to them. They're watching right now in the watch party in the same hotel as us. So it's been a pleasure hanging with y'all. Thank you for looking out for us. And no one tried to get nothing from none of us. So thank y'all you. Y'all don't listen. Y'all don't fool up with Claudia Ash. Y'all heard her just say she thought y'all was gay. All right. Don't, don't, don't fool up with Claudia Ash. Leave her be. <laughs> they know. We told them. So they're like, you thought we were gay. Why? And we had a whole discussion. And it was, and we actually apologized to them. And it was really funny. So yeah. They were super cute, super cool. All right, y'all. Are y'all drinking? Uh, uh, Q, I know you're not drinking because, right? You, you. No sweet tea tonight. I'm drinking sweet tea. Al, what are you doing? Oh, I didn't have time. I've been gone for an entire week, actually ten days from home, so I haven't stocked my refrigerator. So it's water. Um, I've been drinking and drinking all day, so I'm gonna be professional for this one hour and get back on it when we get out. All right, let's get into some hot topics. There's a lot to talk about tonight. Now, Cardi B is in the news as the latest victim of artists getting attacked on stage. We've been seeing an uptick in this. Now, over the weekend, the rapper threw a microphone at a concert goer who splashed a drink on her while she performed on stage at Dre's Beach Club in Vegas. But there's another video that's circulating of Cardi and her DJ actually asking the audience to splash water on her due to the heat. What are your thoughts on this mess? Now, so far, uh, Drake, Kid Cudi, 
Bebe, Rexa, Harry Styles, and Kelsey Ballerini have been attacked while performing on stage, and this has definitely been an uptick. Al, what do you think about this? So you remember the guy that attacked B.B. Rexa? His actual second court hearing was today. And let me tell you something, fans. You better get it together because they took my advice that I gave right here on TGIF. They are doubling the fines for concert goers. This young man today was charged with five different accounts, five different counts of both harassment and assault. So listen, you guys got to watch. You cannot throw stuff on or at the talent on the stage. And let me tell you, they've got going so hard on this young man that they're even asking that his driver's license be suspended, along with two to three years of probation with a $1,000 fine and some jail time. They are taking this very serious. And given the state in which th that, that person hurt BB Rexa, I think it's appropriate. All right, Funky, what do you think? And I know the soulmates are also chiming in. So the thing with Cardi B is this is not that, right? In the earlier video, she was asking him to throw water on her because she was hot. You see fans throwing water on her from like the navel down. From my understanding, she didn't want no water in her hair or in her face. And when this, the other young lady threw the water, it got her hair in her face and that's what upset her. And you could tell that the young lady who did it did not mean any malice because as security was dragging her out, the girl was so apologetic. She was like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She thought she was doing what Cardi wanted her to do, but catch this team. Cardi threw the microphone actually hit the wrong girl. And the, uh, the girl that she hit with the microphone has now filed a police report for battery against yeah. Cardi B. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And would y'all, would y'all, would would you go to the police and file, or would you just let it ride and be like, I got hit by a microphone by Cardi B by mistake? Well, if you want to make some money, and which most people do nowadays, I I get it, but um, I understand. Like I understand both sides. Like if you you, you are innocent, you stand there, someone that did the thing. I understand you'd be like, bitch, I didn't do it. But I also understand Cardi's frustration. Like you know, what I'm saying like I'm sick of it. She thought she was hitting the right person. Yeah, we but have some comments. I was going to say, uh, Darius Daniels was saying the same thing I was about to say. She said, um, you can't ask the crowd to do something and expect them to do it the way you think they should. Um, and I totally agree. Um, she should she should have been professional enough not to ask the crowd to be throwing stuff on her because that's just never going to turn out well. Plus, you got to imagine if you're in Vegas, probably a lot of the crowd is probably drunk and they're not going to be following instructions to the T like you might want them to. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on. We got to talk about this half. But Carly Russell's mugshot is surfacing on social media after she turned herself in for the kidnapping hoax. Carly has been charged with two misdemeanor charges, filing a, a false police report and filing a false statement. Now, the maximum punishment for these charges is one year in jail for each. Fellas, any thoughts on this? And did she slay the mugshot? And why I oh never understood why people be smiling in their mugshots after like. And would you be smiling in your mugshot if you? Yes, God. Listen and listen. The AKA is gonna be real bad with me. Y'all see AKA fish? Come on, Alpha Kappa Alpha. They are the AKAs. Let me tell you something. She had her AKA hair. She had her makeup on. Listen. If I knew I had to go turn myself in, I ain't gonna go in there looking busted. 
if I if I if I know my my joint my picture's about to circulate, hell yeah, I'm gonna get my AKA hairdo. And them AKAs gonna be so mad with me. They're gonna be mad. No, but I get the <laughs> I get not looking like a bum, but the attitude of smiling. It's almost like, oh well. Well, I mean, actually, what, what y'all want her to do? Look defeated? Yes. Sorry. Look sad. Look like, oh, my bad. I messed up. I regret it. No? No, 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 no. Actually, that's not what you're supposed to do. It depends on what you're trying to achieve is what they say, what legal psychiatrists say or psychologists say. For a quicker rebound, for a quicker rebound of social favor, Claudia, you're actually supposed to dress up. That's why they ask you to dress up when you go to court to, to convince the jury for a quicker rebound to favor, social favor, Unfortunately, you're supposed to smile and you're supposed to look good even in your mugshot. Now, there's one thing y'all could call this young lady everything, but ugly is not one of them. She is absolutely beautiful to me. Her hair looked like it was just freshly cut. And if, if we take these case studies that all these psychologists have done, this is the quickest way to turn the, the jury, to turn the prosecutors, and to turn the judge by just simply looking good. And looking I mean, wasn't enough to keep that man. Mm. Right. And he over here getting <laughs> booking parties. Like they he was booked for a party for like a a love, lost, lost love parties. Like okay. see how we turn people into celebrities, like literally with the click of a button. Right. Why is he getting club bookings? Yeah. And I'm not even mad with him. I'm mad at the 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 group of people that's like Oh, girl, go get your outfit. We going out Friday night. We finna go see. Exactly. Let me get you. Let's get into the details of that, because that's actually our next story. Her, her ex-boyfriend, uh, Tom Tamar Simmons, was reportedly set to host a search and rescue party to find love since the kidnapping hoax. But it's not going to happen now. According to attorneys, uh, Simmons was authorized to cancel the event because it's not really a good look. Again, you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, him capitalizing? Should he capitalize? People seem to capitalize on anything. Al, what do you think? Would you have done this? Listen, from this article, it becomes quite obvious to me that these two, Carly and what's his... Tomorrow, uh, they were a match made in heaven. Look, it looks like both of them know how to chase a viral moment. And let me tell you, this generation, because they're around 25 years old, I guess that makes them Gen Z's. This generation is serious about going viral and then capitalizing on it at any cost. Production, put the camera back. Put, bring it up closer. Listen to me, Gen Z's. We're not doing this for the rest of the summer. We got, we got. What's the guy? Fly soldier kissing his brother, saying he's straight. Now he coming out as gay. That was a hoax. We got the girl from Florida calling the cops about a kidnapping. That was fake, and that's a hoax. And we got Carly here and her boyfriend playing these same games. Look, we got to stop this. We got to stop this. They got there. There has to be a penalty or a fine for these people that are trying to capitalize off the back of taxpayers and, the, and other people faking these hoax because it's just not right. We're not doing this the rest of the summer, y'all. That's what happens when we want to give everybody a participation award. Oh, everyone's a winner. Everyone can do this. Everyone should be famous. Everybody should be rich. No, it should be people that work hard, have a talent, have a skill. Now, everybody thinks they deserve to be in the spotlight and get all the accolades of people that actually work hard for years and put, put yeah, so, speaking of people on sick of Donald Trump once again delivered a low blow <laughs> when he called out President Joe Biden during his rally in Pennsylvania. Let's take a look. You have somebody that's not at the top of his game, never was at the top of a game, never was. We have a guy who's a dumb son of a bitch, and to allow this to happen.
you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all, I can't do this again. Me neither. I, 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 I did not realize until we got out of that last election cycle um, what that did to me. And I just can't do it again. Um, I can't. But I will say this. Um, at this point, <clears throat> we need the Democrats to just show up as real people to say and, and, and talk publicly the way they talk when they're at home on the phone, because the Republicans now, especially Donald Trump, all political correctness has just gone out the window. And we need somebody who's going to stand up in a press conference and say, yo, mammy. Like, that's just where we're at with it. And if you can't beat them, it's time we. That that one the one that I would I cannot wait to run eventually is Gavin Newsom, the, the governor of, of uh, California. Mm -hmm. He gives the same smoke and energy back, but in a classy way. He gives. He, you know, he's done a lot of progressive things in California that the end of the country ends up following up later. Al, what do you think about this? This ghettoness of President Trump. Look, this, this is coming from a man who faces a total of 40 criminal charges, you all. And then remember over the weekend, they're adding three more. So maybe it was 37 before. Now it's a total of 40. I just I just feel like it's on brand for Trump. I feel like that, unfortunately, America has been rejuvenated around this man's brand. They don't care what he does or what he says. They just love his renegade way they love his renegade politics and you're right funky if we don't start being renegade as as democrats or as independents then hey you're going to welcome this man back into the oval office trump doesn't give speeches he tell long fake stories that provide an alternative reality in which he's always a hero that's what luke zaleski said and i agree wholeheartedly but something has got to give, Claudia. You got to help us with this one, with what these new charges mean and this case, because we know that he can still be in prison and still run for president. You know, it says a lot less about President, ex-President Trump, and a lot more about America and how we become so so tacky because he wouldn't have these opportunities if so many people weren't rocking with it. You know what I mean? So many people are rocking. They think it's okay. They think it's cute. They find more value in him being entertaining than being a good person. And um, I think it's horrible and uh, it's embarrassing. All right, so coming up next, we're going to take a trip to Muddy, Florida, and later find out why an Indian couple sacrificed their child. Stay tuned. Welcome back to more TGIF. All right, y'all, whether it's good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of that crazy state of Florida. And that's why we're giving you the 411 in What the Florida? I must say, I get the most messages in my inbox from people submitting jacked up story about your state, Funky. I love this segment, though. Jesus. I know you do. Well, let's I see if you can defend this. Video resurfacing on social media of a white woman making racial remarks while being arrested for reckless driving. Mm -mm -mm. Take a look. What am I, some black like kid on a bike who's in the wrong neighborhood? That's ridiculous. No, you're definitely treating me like no, a colored person. Yep. You, please. Well, you know what? It's so funny because. I'm actually less concerned about what came out of her mouth and 
more concerned about the underlining fact that all white people will try to gaslight giving that you know, we should just comply and the police treat us right when they know, hands down, the police treat us differently. Hence why she said what she said out of her mouth. And I don't know if y'all remember that viral video from years ago. It was a man, a white man being arrested in the airport. He was laying face down. And he was like, what are you guys doing? You're treating me like a black person. And I just remember thinking to myself, what in the hell is that supposed to mean? Um, I can tell by way of her accent that bitch not from Florida, and she. Oh, now here we go. She here not. Go. She not. From Florida. That's she take not. your L. Take your L, funky. Not from Florida. Take your, how do you know? Visiting. And okay, so, first you say the whales ain't from Florida, sharks ain't from Florida, the turtles ain't from Florida. Charge. <laughs> we racist enough. We not taking this charge. Al, <laughs> see how your friend doing. You know damn well. Please. The fact that she said colored let yeah. you know she comes from a long, a long line of races, in my opinion. The fact that she's in the state of Florida with DeSantis. Like I said, look, people, DeSantis is creating an environment in the state of Florida where people can feel, people can think, and people can react like this because they know that they're going to be protected. My only question is, this woman was so wrong on so many levels. Do you think, I hope it goes viral. I hope it goes super viral. I hope her employer finds out. Do you guys think that this is like grounds for her to be terminated from her job? Like Hell depending yeah. on her job, right? Like this is embarrassing to wherever you work because they obviously employ a, this, this woman, I like she has biased views. Yeah. And how about her colleagues and friends? Do you think her colleagues and friends will be embarrassed or do you think they know they, they probably know, just like her. People live in silos. They probably just like her. She felt too comfortable saying that. And I agree with Jeremiah Haynes in our comments who says, who the hell still says color? Racist. You know, Racist. White supremacists. That's who. Going to your point, Funky, they do gaslight us because obviously y'all know there's a different set of rules and different treatment, but then y'all talk and work with the police or just try a little harder pull yourselves up by the bootstraps y'all know damn well everything that's going on and we complain about y'all just tired of hearing it yeah. so instead of fixing it you change the whole history book uh -huh. <laughs> you know instead of instead of changing your whack-ass behavior trust right, and believe. i was just going to say before you go on trust and believe whether you be willing to admit it or not and i want to hear from our white soulmates that may be watching this show right now Y'all know exactly what the hell she meant when she said what she said. They do. They do. So stop playing in our face. And this ain't the first time we've heard someone say this. They say this often. You treat me like a colored or a black person. Mm -hmm. well, imagine that, bitch. All yeah. right. A manatee who died in a Florida aquarium. Oh, my God. This one right here. This is definitely Florida because I think this is like y'all official animal. The manatee uh, died in a Florida aquarium earlier this year, sustained uh, fatal injuries to his rectum caused by sex with his brother and an autopsy was it an autopsy performed by the Florida uh, Fish and Wildlife Con Conservation Commission's Marine Mammal Pathobiology Lab ooh that's a mouthful found the fatal wound get this was a 14 and a half centimeter long tear in the ventral wall of said manatee's colon now funky. 
this is all Florida, if you ask me. What are your thoughts? Well, see, that ain't our manatee, okay? Because of the global warming and the, the way the sun is heating up at the equator, they are seeing animals doing crazy migration patterns, okay? That manatee came from Brazil, okay? That manatee swung up the Atlantic Ocean, came through the Gulf of Mexico, and was on his way somewhere. That ain't none of Florida manatees, because our manatees is nice, okay? But I'm going to tell you something. When I read this story... I actually feel bad for the manatee. It is our official animal, but I actually want the workers at the uh, aquarium or conservation, I want them fired. Because they, they watched it happen? Because they observed it. They did not separate them. And then they observed it happen again. They did not separate them. And then later on, in the it, it, hours later, they see the manatee that got raped in the booty um, down at the bottom of the enclosure. <laughs> but you, you can't fire the people. This is this is not anything unnatural for manatees. Uh, Q, this happens all the time with manatees. You know, it, it's they have sex with anything that's around. Actually, they they have this. They have no familial structure when it comes to sex. They also have no familial structure when it comes to gender. So when a manatee gets horny, they gotta put that thing somewhere. And this manatee just happened to put it in its brother, which they had had sex before. Just FYI, and uh, you know. I don't think there's a way that you can stop this unless you put them back out where, where, where exactly are you going to put them? Listen, Al, they, didn't, they, they didn't pay me to figure that out. I don't yeah. know. They, they're smart. They should have it put doesn't it. Matter. Whatever you put in the tank with that oh. manatee, that manatee is going to have sex with it. So, so if we go to the beach, right? If we go back in the, on the boat with funky, we go back to Florida and one of y'all or one of us fall into the water by a That's horny correct. manatee. One of us might get a 14 inch. That's right. They, they are known whoever is in the area. You can read about it. It's quite, it's actually quite interesting. Um, if you can read about it anywhere that if, if a manatee is having a sexual urge that it doesn't matter whoever's in that manatee space, they can get it. They might get it. At Q, it's just so funny to me how serious Funky uh, Al is taking this. It's real funny. <laughs> it is. His brother's fucking in the the water in florida and plus especially these manatees probably are all coke all weed and meth you ain't got a chance claudia that's a power top huh <laughs> it would just seem to me that they move too slow to inflict that level of pain on one another you know what i'm saying i just i, I would like to see the logistics and the mechanics of all of this but then people still i'm sorry if if they're in the conservation they should have moved them or they still should have figured out something Al, Al, do you know this fact? The manatees have huge penises? No, that actually, that, that size that they gave is actually only about five uh, inches, five to six inches. So one potato and a half, one and a half potato. <laughs> According okay. to Claudia Metrics, yes, one and a half potatoes. Rest in peace to the manatee that's no longer with us. Okay. Oh, another Florida news. A good Samaritan discovered a 2.7 pound brick of cocaine. Here we go again. While <laughs> boating in the Florida Keys and turns it over to the U.S. Border Patrol. The cocaine is valued at approximately $41,000. What are your thoughts on this? And are you mad you didn't discover it first? Well, they stupid as hell because if you find a brick of cocaine, giving it to Border Control is the 
supposed to call your cousin Pookie who knows somebody who could flip that after you break you by two tablespoons off and put you in a Ziploc bag and put in your draw. Okay. Like I would never take $41,000. <laughs> Listen, the first thing you're supposed to do is smell it to make sure it's okay. <laughs> you know what, Funky? We don't bother to get canceled. <laughs> you just smell it to make sure it's okay, but you damn sure don't take it and give it. Bitch, you know how high rent is. Over $41,000 worth of products that you found. Child, please, I don't know how to sell drugs, but my ass would have learned that day. Mm-hmm. Al, would you turn it over? You know, I just don't, I don't like anything dealing with possibly going to jail. I would have definitely turned it over. You know what, though, uh, Claudia and Q, do you know that they found the U.S. Coast Guard seized $186 million worth of cocaine in June in the Caribbean waters in the Atlantic Sea around Florida? Is that not the most astronomical number you've ever heard? $186 million just in the month of June alone. And they say the reason why you find blocks like this in the water is because when they get ready to seize them, the, the people that are being caught just toss it in the water. So hell, if that one can be found, I'm sure of 186 million, there's pretty, uh, probably hundreds and hundreds more floating around. Well, they're raping each other right. and kind of wild stuff, <laughs> and shark attacks. Shark and- bite people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Funky, your state. I don't know. Don't get mad because Florida fun. We fun. Fun <laughs> <laughs> in the sun, honey. <laughs> Sunny Lovin said Florida needs this, its own country. It needs to be its okay. own country. And Sylvia A said, Q, blame it on global climate change. That's a mess. Yeah. All right, y'all. Coming up next, a tragic incident took place at a uh, Lake Lanier over the weekend. And later, a man went viral after being stood up on a date. Oh, this was sad. Stay tuned. All right, y'all, welcome back to TGIF. And shout out to all the soulmates that are watching in the chat and all the new people that we have that are tuning in and finding out about us from across, actually, the world. We were around, yeah. All right, y'all, let's get into this. Charging higher interest rates is how banks make more money, and they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. Now, ScoreMaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Say your credit is mm, $650 and you're borrowing $500,000 to refinance your home. Starting at ScoreMaster could save you over $75,000 in interest over the life of your loan or more. Now, that $75,000 is your money, not the bank's. That's the genius behind ScoreMaster and their three-week rule, especially now. With soaring interest rates, it only takes a minute to get started and you can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. So before you apply for any loan, auto lease or credit, start at ScoreMaster. Visit scoremaster.com slash T to try ScoreMaster for free. That's right. It is free. Visit scoremaster.com slash T, T-E-A, scoremaster.com slash T. I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. I started my journey to want to buy a house in Texas. I had ScoreMaster a year leading up to it. It kept me on top of things, sent me reminders, told me things to do to get my credit score up. And my credit is higher than it's ever been in my life. Funky, I know you are a a fan of this as well. Yeah, it's so funny because I actually just, uh, I had some closing dates on some of my statements that ScoreMaster informed me of. 
And I just gained about six or seven points because it told me what credit cards to pay what amount on by what date. And uh, they all just recycle. So guys, keeping on top of things, this uh, product really does help you with various things like that. Like one of my scores had fallen a little bit and I wanted to see what did I need to do to get it back up. And Scoremaster told me exactly what to do and everything is back on the up and up. So if you're trying to get your credit right, trying to be rich and fabulous, buy your house or finance you some jewelry or go on a little piece of vacation, you may want to check out Scoremaster. That's right, Al? Yeah, you know, like like Puggy said, I, I enjoyed the alerts, but more than the alerts, I like the tips that they give you, right? So amongst the many tips that they give you, one of them is don't wait to the due date. Um, you should pay halfway during the month before the due date and then pay again at the due date, which helps your points jump up because it's based on utilization during that month cycle. So, hey, Scoremaster is definitely a thumbs up for me, especially if you're trying to get your credit on the road to what Claudia and Q's is. That's right. That's right. Promotional consideration furnished by Scoremaster. All right, let's get back to the topics. A 24-year-old man was pronounced dead after he reportedly got electrocuted after he jumped into Lake Lanier from his family's dock. Al, what do you think about this? Lake Lanier got a lot of things going on with it. They say it's a lot of spirits underneath that lake because it was pulled over a black burial site. But uh, mm -hmm. go ahead, Al. I don't even live in Atlanta and I know that Lake Lanier is nowhere I want to go. You know, Tamika Foster actually has taught me, that's Usher's ex, has taught me so much about Lake Lanier. And then like, as much as we can say how what she says can be outlandish, this past weekend, three people, two people died and one person is still missing. So a total of three people may have died just from this past weekend at Lake Lanier. So, you know, I think the lake is cursed and, and I just probably would never visit. Thank you. Lake Lanier is 100% haunted. Everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. And at this point, you just a damn fool if you go out there. It never fails. Every summer, everybody's dying from boating accidents. Everybody goes in for the water and they never find them. They never recover the damn people. Now you got electric currents running through the damn water. Go to Lake Minnetonka and cleanse your soul, but keep your ass out of Lake Lanier. It really is that simple. I think I'm, I misspoke about it being a burial ground. I know there was definitely a black town there, and there was a I lot of negative, yeah. and they negativity that out. happened to them, and they were really abused and treated horribly. And the they city's said, still up under there. It's still up under there. It's still there. Yes. Yeah. So. You know, there was a guy that posted something on social media the other day, and I wanted to repost it. He broke down several other lakes that are put over black towns where the sites of horrific massacres happened or graven, you know, tragic events that happened to black folks, and they threw a lake over it or a park. And then I'm going to try to find it and repost it because it was really interesting. I saw that too, Claudia. I thought it was really interesting. I wonder why I didn't save it. Mm. I, I meant to, but then we all probably started drinking, right? <laughs> All right, y'all, keep it locked because coming up next, a man went viral after being stood up on a date. And later, Stephen A. Smith released an apology to Kim Kardashian. Is he trying to holler? Stay tuned. Ugh.
Welcome back to the show. All right, y'all. A man is pleading for answers after his date stood him up. Take a look. Like I'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman. I brought flowers. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks. It shouldn't be this difficult to fall in love, to be kind to one another. Like, what? Ladies, tell me, what did I do wrong? What are your thoughts? And have either of you ever been stood up on a date or have y'all been trifling and stood somebody up and why? Q? You know, I hate this show because y'all always put me in a situation where I have to be the person to do this. What? What do you mean? Y'all. Why do you think? Hmm? Come on, y'all. Like. L.A. too fast for him, all right? You know, I am not trying to be mean, all right? I'm so not trying to be mean in this moment. But the boy is nerdy. He's super soft. He's whatever, whatever. And there is somebody for everybody. There is a woman out there, and he looks a little bit socially awkward, all right? The, the energy that he's giving off flat out just is not attractive. It isn't. It's going to be attractive to a very small quantity of people. I'm sorry. He comes off like a lame and like a doofus. He does. I think that LA is the wrong city for a guy like him to be dating in. The women in LA tend to be a bit more cosmopolitan, a bit more posh, a bit more girl about town. I think he needs to go somewhere like Boise, Idaho, somewhere like Montana, find him a nice girl in Maine. I think women in places like that would be better suited for his temperament and his personality. So do you, do, you, go ahead, go ahead. do you think the do you think the woman because in my mind I was thinking, do you think she showed up and saw him giving Q's point and was like, nah, I'm good and ghosted him? Because this is called ghosting, right? This is like a form of ghosting. Maybe, but I'm thinking like, do people really go meet people that they don't at least do a face? Like I always I listen, you may look fine as hell in a picture. We don't all seen pictures manipulated and done some manipulating ourselves, but like right. Uh, did they not have a FaceTime call before this? She spoke to him for weeks. So I'm thinking she knew like, like how his temperament was, right? Sophisticated Shorty said he didn't realize that she was finessing him from the start. I 100% agree. And uh, Poppy Los Angeles said LA is not a dating town, especially if you can't compete. I mean, if you ain't got the Ferrari, the body, the job, it's going to be very hard for him to compete. Oh, I just got sad. LA is tough for fine people. Okay. And no, people I got no dates. So, Al, you still ain't got no dates out there? <laughs> like, obviously, I'm cute. I don't like you anymore. Um, you want no me to tell you why you can't get a date? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's available. Oh. Seems nice. He'll you show up and bring that. gifts. No. It's because, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, right? I'm going to go back and watch this show and we're going to look at the comments and everybody's going to say Funky was being mean. Funky, that's not true. Funky, there's somebody for everybody. But y'all know I'm telling the damn truth. Well, I think that boy is socially awkward as hell. Don't, don't nobody want to sit at no damn dinner table across from him. 
I think I think for me, I this is just me. If 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 I agreed to meet, I would at least meet. I wouldn't stand you up. I wouldn't yeah. stand you up. Now, if it was awkward when I got there, I'll just cut it short. I mean, I I I felt bad for him, regardless of his social awkwardness. I still kind of felt bad for him. For and, him. and then too, don't you like? I don't know about y'all, but don't you like? I talk on the phone like. When I'm walking out the door, I'm like, Claudia, all right, I'll meet you to make sure that the person is right. in out. Oh, well, like I said, he said he's been speaking to her for weeks. So yeah. in that regard, I think that's evil because I would know the first conversation if I want to talk to you again or meet up with you. Right. And I wouldn't waste two more weeks of talking to you and like, yeah, I'll be there at 5 p.m. I'm just not going to do that. So I think that was really mean. Or maybe he thought she wanted to be there. Maybe she didn't. Maybe he assumed, because you know, you give a, someone a comp, you answer someone back and they think it means more than it really is. Maybe he was wrong about the whole, th- I don't know. And you want to know one, one other thing too, I wonder, um, I wonder if he's on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, because oh, when he, he's a comedian. He's actually he, a comedian in real life. Yes. Okay. Cause he's when comedy. so he's a comedian. So you got to watch the inflection and, and when, how he's telling the story. I well, so this is a skit. Once again, another yeah, fake ass story with him. Yeah. I looked him okay. up. I meant to say that earlier, but yeah, may, I'm feeling like maybe he's, maybe he's, he's playing us a little bit. Maybe this is one of those trying to go viral moments because he is a comedian. He does comedy. And he knows he, he what, what Man, let's move on. <laughs> no more time for this. Let's get into the story. An Indian couple. So uh, allegedly sold their baby in exchange for an iPhone so they could become content creators. How much are iPhones now? About a thousand, 1200, somewhere in there. Who want to go first on this? Al, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I, <laughs> India is off the chain, y'all. I'm sorry. It's a lot going on in that country. I'll never forget in 2012. You remember when the <laughs> State Department issued, like, don't travel to India if you have kids? Because this is it's the capital. They didn't say don't travel. It was a warning. Because that is the largest hub for, for child trafficking. And the other thing here is they sold the child to someone who has the exact same last name. So did they sell it to a cousin? or an uncle or an aunt, both of them are ghosts. Like, what's going on really in India? Here. Depending on how you look at it, it might not be as bad as it sounds, right? Like, if they do have the same last name and it was an aunt that was infertile and she really wanted to have the baby, she's going to take and love the baby, the baby actually may be in a better place, especially considering the fact that the parents were so willing to give it away for money to get an iPhone. It's just the reasoning and the rationale for me. It's to become an iPhone to become content creators. (laughs) <laughs> see, and, and, and this, money. this is the thing, you know, and a lot of people, they, 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 they don't know how to process what I'm saying. Even with me being a content creator, or, or, or an influencer, for some reason, I just hold my face up at, at people who say they want to do it for a living. It's just so lame to me. Like what happened to going to college? You know what I'm saying? And what happened to those type of jobs? Not everybody, I want to be a content creator. I guess, yes, child. People saying they want to be an influencer to me does sound whack. Like I think what? becoming an influencer should be something that just happened organically. And you now influence people. Not I'm se- seeking out to be an influencer. Yeah. Um, 
And it's like, and if you got to say that, you probably don't have what it takes to be one. Uh, we got Unconditional Queen 11 says, trading in a baby to make TikTok is crazy. Agreed. You know, India got a lot of wild stuff going on over there. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen some of the birth effect videos coming out of India? Have you ever seen the Department of Transportation? I saw a baby with eight arms. What? I'm going to send it to y'all in the chat. Okay, we're going to go. We're going to move on. Coming hey. up, find out why Stephen A. Smith released an apology to Kim Kardashian. Stay tuned. Don't judge me, y'all. Don't be all quiet now because I said that. Y'all know you want to Welcome back to the show. Soulmates, go ahead and hit that like button in the chat and show your favorite trio some love. Speaking of love, Steve A. Smith released an apology after tweeting, is Kim Kardashian a prostitute? And is Kris Jenner a pimp? That tweet led to Smith receiving backlash, which prompted the following apology in response to a fan. Uh, that is being corrected right now as we speak. And for the record, I don't think of Kim Kardashian that way nor would I ever speak of her or any woman that way, which I stated. That's for checking the issue. Okay, what are your thoughts on Stephen uh, doubling down on this tweet, Al? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I can't imagine that Stephen A. Smith, he's such a type A, such a controlling guy. You can tell by his comments. I can't, I refuse to believe that he's got someone creating his tweets for him because that's what he's saying is going on here. Somebody on his team tweeted this. It's nothing that he approved. I don't buy that. We all know and, and have seen lately that, that uh, Stephen A. Smith is trying to go in a different direction with his brand. He's trying to infuse himself into the pop culture scene. Now, I definitely respect him as a sports broadcaster i think he's got a big personality a big attitude and he cultivates controversy that leads to great discussions as it relates to sports but as far as him dipping his toe in this pop culture pond i'm just not here for it i, I think it comes across as like uncomfortable i think it comes across as sleazy and predictable he knows exactly if he's going to play in pop culture who to play and say and talk about and he got it and now we're talking about it on t don't, don't you think if his team put that out there, like that seemed to be really off brand for him to say that about Kim Kardashian, because right. say what you want about him in sports. And I do watch him. I think he's very smart by being a, a conflict. Like he instigates things and he calls, he creates a conversation sometimes with his opinions. I don't think he would make that. Like if your team put that tweet out, you would fire them immediately. Right. right, funky? I think so. Listen, let me tell you something. It ain't nothing that nobody who looked like Stephen A. Smith could say to me that's going to upset <laughs> my makeup and disturb my tears. Okay? It, it, it just wouldn't. It was so lazy. It was a lazy read. It was beyond obvious. It's so obvious what you attempted to do, to do that it's insulting it's further evidentiary of the fact that you don't you don't need to come over here and play in this pop culture pond because you don't know what you're doing. And the conversation about Kim being a prostitute and her mother being a pimp is about 15 years late, old man. Um, I don't know if, if the writings are on the wall for you in the sports world. 
I find that you being niched over there in sports is probably your best bet than to come over here and play in this highly saturated pop culture market. But, you know, I don't know where he's trying to go with his brand, but this was just cheap. It was low. It was ugly. It was off brand for him. And I, I, I just don't see him in a pop culture light. Stay over there. I don't either. I, I, I don't get it. I thought it was really mean. Um, you know, Kim is, has been a lot of things in her career. But, you know, you can't say this woman uh, has been a dedicated wife to someone that was very difficult to deal with and a good mother. I'm going to go ahead and stand on that, too. And I think that was kind of mean to do that. Not kind of. I thought that was really mean. And like you said, late and old. And this is a conversation that I could understand, maybe, if you were in that space, like you said, 10, 15 years ago. But now, to just bring this up, it seems like. Remember, he, the, he, he used that same trash. I think he's trying to like, he's trying to bridge that trash talk. Remember he told the guy that last 15 minutes who said, you know, 15, he was like, oh, you're a sucker. Like, I just think he's, I think this degrading trash talking in pop culture, maybe there's a space for it, but coming from him, I don't like it. And that's coming from TGIF. We telling you you mean, so you know you're <laughs> oh, oh, no, we're telling you you're not good at it. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Like, you're just not good at it. it, it it's feeling very forced. And Tamitra Dawson said he is fake. He knew exactly what he was doing because he had to read it before he hit enter. And Fire Robin said he didn't get the response he wanted. Funky is 100. He's right. So, you know, I'm always about fairness and like kind of keeping the same energy. Are there any insults we could, y'all would want to level back to him to even the playing fields or not? <laughs> Is, is there any I'll pass that to Q. You know, he's good for a good read. Well, I'm just saying, he looked like a retired Muppet. Okay, his hairline starts at the nape of his neck and his nose is... <laughs> I had a nerd to talk about somebody prostituting, bitch, your forehead is working the boulevard. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> get off my line. <laughs> his, his forehead is working, working the boulevard. boulevard. <laughs> you think Stephen A. Smith will want to come on our show? He can. I, he can. I light his ass up to an I like Stephen A. Smith, we like to welcome you into the pop culture space and we can show you how yeah, Stephen, come on over here and let us show you how to do it. Right. We got you, Stephen A. Smith. All right. Great. You can come over here. Light up the forehead of a what? <laughs> Light up the bullet ball. He like one of those, one of those lamps that those lights that sit up on the street lights. Oh my God. That's hilarious. All right, y'all. Subway is offering free sandwiches for a lifetime if you change your name to Subway. Are you guys here for this contest? And Subway is wow. Okay. Al, would you do it? <laughs> I hate to say this to you guys, but uh, so I know a, a person that works over there on that marketing team and Subway has never shied away from out of the box type of thing. And they've been doing it. You guys have seen them do that, that extreme weight loss thing to this. And it always works for them. Unfortunately, they always get coverage. The CEO and the sh the shareholders are always happy with this particular name change. One look, they get coverage on CNN. They're on Fox Business, USA Today. They're in Food and Wine. <laughs> they're in NBC News. So, hey, it's working. Subway does a great job in their marketing and 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 thumbs up for this one, too. They really did do a good job of marketing because remember, they had a whole pedophile that was leading the charge oh, of the $5 <laughs> foot long. And he was over here molesting people, getting his molestation on. And we forgot all about it. So I just brought it up. Right, Funky? Yeah, sure did. But let me tell you something. 
<laughs> if you change your first name to Subway, you better change your middle name to high blood pressure. That's salty. I, when, I, when I worked in corporate America, I came in uh, the office one day. And when my boss was like, Q, you're really not. You're eating a whole bunch of processed food. I was like, damn. And I ain't really fooled up with Subway since. So, Q, you know, that's changed recently. So now they're going to do their carving of their meats in-house. So they're going to do more like boar's head, less sodium. So, hey, it could be a, it could be a pivot for them. Well, y'all get ready for the subs to be $19, then. <laughs> that's, what the hell go, uh, that's what the hell about to go on. All right, y'all, let's uh, finish off with this story. A Japanese man is living his doggy dreams after being spotted, taking his first walk ever since turning himself in. <laughs> Yo, look at him. What are your thoughts? That that, uh, that little costume cost $20,000. That little dog suit cost $20,000 out. <laughs> This is so weird. This is why the population is shrinking in Japan. Guys are out here trying, instead of running around and find them a mate or a woman to have sex with, they're out here turning themselves into dogs. This is insane. He needs to find him a girlfriend and give her $10,000 and play doggy in the bedroom. You ain't got to do all this it's too much. Dude, this sounds like something from Florida, but it's not. It's a Japanese man. So <laughs> you know what? It's not. It actually, it's not funny at all to me. Um, I, and I think stories like this, honestly and truthfully, and I'm going to take it there, are going to undergird further trans hate because that's the message that I've seen a lot of people saying, well, what's the difference? If they've said that they can be, you know, born a woman in a female body and they're transgender, then why can't I be a trans dog? Or why can't I be transracial? Or why can't I be trans a flower pot? You know what I'm saying? And it's like the two are not the same, but this is the type of examples that people are looking for to perpetuate that type of ignorance. If they can be trans and he can be a trans dog. And that's not how this works, but go ahead and have at it. Where is Peter, uh, Claudia? Where is Peter? I mean, are, is this respectful? Is this respectful to animals? Or, well, or I don't think it's awesome? disrespectful. I just think it's weird. And I think he has way too much. This is another example. I didn't, I didn't compare him to trans because I don't, I think it's a huge difference. I think this is a severe mental illness that you want to put, spend $20,000 on a dog costume and walk around and have people pet you. How do you get out of that costume? Does someone got to unzip it for you? How you pee? We got a comment in the chat, a cue. Yeah, Kendrick says, this is about as dumb as a man, as the man who paid uh, $250,000 to go find the Titanic. I, I totally agree. Oh, sorry. We have a little time. I do have a couple of birthday shout outs. Go ahead. Let's that was, okay, so Willie Patterson, happy birthday. Called him funky personality. Like, yes, today's my birthday. Who else? Hold on, I got another one. That's Willie Patterson. Gino Black, happy birthday. Um, oh, no, his wife. He wants us to shout out his wife, Gail Coleman. Happy birthday, Gail. Um, also here, uh, all I have here is D. So D, D baby, happy birthday. <laughs> All right. Also to Chancey Smalley, it's on my trip and our friend Aaron. Happy birthday. They are birthday twins. Happy, happy, happy birthday. I hope y'all enjoyed your birthdays this weekend. All right, y'all. Fun time, fun show. As always, I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing the damn thing tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. I want y'all to stick around for the black inside black box. And of course, we'll be back here tomorrow. And soulmates. 
Send us here what the Florida stories to all three of us, and we will get to them as soon as we can. All right. Bye, Summers. Bye, Al. Bye, Q. Have a good night, Summers. Have a good night. Bye.